So I want to talk about an aspect of Parshas Valoscha that is out of the ordinary, um, what we normally talk about in this Parsha. And I want to explain a concept that I talk about often, um, that I mentioned to you, that I've certainly mentioned. And anyone that's heard any of me has definitely heard me say this before. We're, our purpose in this world is to actualize spiritual potential in the physical dimension. Okay, what does that mean? What do, what do I mean when I say that? What, what, how does that and, and what, what is the reality of what actualizing spiritual potential in the physical dimension? I'm going to talk about it in the context of this Parsha, specifically in the context of the Levim, because Parshas Baloyska deals at length with the Avaida, with the service that the Levim has to do in the Besamikdash. Let's examine the Avaida of the Levim, and perhaps we can uh, draw out from there some insights into. Uh, the Kayach of specifically of Shir, um, which is their main Avaidah, the, the Levim say the Shira uh, during the during the during the Avaidah at the uh, uh, in the Beis Hamikdash, um, the significance of that and and how how that makes them something that's special. So <clears throat> um, when the Rishon uh, is Miyachi the Levim uh, for their Avaidah, so there are specific things that Levim are supposed to do. Um, first of all, they they have to do Shmira in the Beis HaMikdash. Their, their job is to make sure that no Zarim approach, come, no people who are non-Kohanim come close. They have to do Mishmar. They have a specific Avodah to do at the time of the Mishkan in the Midbar, which is to take apart and to reassemble the Mishkan itself, carry, carry, it, can carry it. And um, and the third part of their avodah, but there that's miyuchut for them is is this uh, is this concept of of carrying. It's just it's hard to understand. Um, like none of those none of those things appear to be so major, and that we need a shevet that's miyuchut that's set aside that's designated for that purpose. So it's not really such a it's not such the, uh, the on a, in in a vacuum looking at it the, by itself. To be mavdil levim for this point, right? This idea of being mavdil, separating them out somehow, like why? Why? How is that? How is this like? How is this such a miyuchadig significant avoda that they're doing that uh, they have to that they have to be separated out and designated for that? Not only that, it's also very interesting in the tzivoy to. To, to, to separate out the Levim. So, so the Rashi explains that the Lushan of the Vdalta Salavim um, is, is, is uh, that Akashbrochus Mitzave, Akashbrochus commands that the Levim be Kaka Salavim, Rashi says, Kachem Bidvarim, convince them that this is the right thing for them to do. Ashrechem Shetizku Liyos Shamashim Lamakam. You should realize the tremendous privilege that you have that you're going to serve the Rebbe Like, what? And it was optional to be a levy or not to be a levy. Like we found somewhere that you could opt out of being a levy. We never found such a thing. You could opt out of being a levy. You can't. It certainly doesn't say anything like that by Kohanim opting out of being Kohanim. So what? What's so? What? What is it about the the, the of the Kohanim 
that, uh, that that they need this that this choice the kachem that that um, that they should do it uh, in a in, in a sort of a convincing kind of way that you have to convince them to do the, to do this avoda the kachem bedvarment specifically in other words you have to uh, negotiate with them it seems almost it's a, it's, a, it's almost like a it's like a pathway to to to, to what they're supposed to be. Um, and one more idea, one more, one more question within the Avodah Vavim. It's a fascinating thing. The shira, the 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 shira, the, the shira that the Vavim do is called Avaidas Avaida. It's like a, it's like ancillary. It's like auxiliary Avaida. There's Avaida, and the Avaida to the Avaida is to say shira. Like why? Why would you describe it that way? It's, a, it's like it's not the only thing. That's secondary to the main carbon, and your Ktaris is secondary, and the Nasachim that you bring, the, the libations that you bring along with Korbanas are secondary, but they're not described in this way that it's a, that it's a that's an avoidas avoida, that it's like a it's like an avoida that serves as a as a as a shimush to the other avoida, almost as though it's like it's it's less somehow, it's less, it's not as significant. What, what why would the Torah describe it that way? In the Hemshech, in the continuation of this idea of um Kachem that you should take the Levim and you should be miyachid Levim for their avoda. The the medrash goes on and says like this. It says, how many strings are there on the harp that the Levim play in the base of midrash? The kinar that the, 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 the Levim play in the base of midrash. How many strings are there? So the so the Gemara brings a pasuk that says um, that proves that there's seven there's seven strings. Shavas shavas al tikri soiva tikri shava that should be seven strings. And Allah said, Lord, be my there'll be an eighth string. And then, and then in the, in the, uh, in the, when the world reaches its final destination, it'll be up to 10 strings. So w- w- what's going on? Like, what, why? Why is that? Why is that an important thing to describe? You want to describe what the grandeur of the Beis HaMikdash is going to be like, Allah said, Lord, so say there'll be a tremendous amount of kalim, there'll be a lot of gold. And so the, the number of strings, like, do we ask how many holes there are in any of the flutes that they played in the Beis HaMikdash? Like, What's the significance of the of the kohanim, the strings of the of the harp of the kohen of the of the, the levium that, that 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 it plays a role over here? What's the significance of seven? Why seven? What seven? Eight? Ten? What what what? Are, what's the significance of all those things? Again, of course, you all know that seven is the number that, that signifies completion in the physical dimension. Eight is when you go lamalam in the So when it says is when will reach an eighth, they talk about there'll be like an eighth note in the music, that things will be elevated to a higher plane. Ten is completion, is shlemus, is when things are when things are whole. But 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 why is why is it desert why around why is it why is it focused around the the kinar of the of the of the levium. Why is that? Why is that significance? Um, or like, what wh- what what are we supposed to learn from that? And what why why is that? Why do we need to know about that? So, so Rav uh, in in tr- describing these ideas, he brought he bring he he quote he quoted two were two ideas from the Smasemis that he expanded upon, and we're we're going to borrow some of those ideas and try to expand on them a little further. And so we can explore this idea of manifesting spiritual potential in the physical dimension. So the Sosema says <clears throat> that the tzura of an Adam, the tzura, what a, what a, what a, the tzura of Kaliso is connected to the tzura of an Adam, just like a person um, that the, had this three chalakim to the, to the neshama, ruach, nefesh, ruach, and neshama, right? And each one has its own place that's connected, that is connected. Um, that's connected 
Klal Yisrael, Koyin Levi Yisrael, Koyin is connected the Neshama, the, the Levi is connected the Ruach, and the Yisrael is connected the Nefesh. Those, that full Tzura, that full Koymas Adam, the Nefesh, the, the Sasemis describes as being this, this idea. Not only that, Adam can also be described as a person who is, um, who functions through, and we've talked about the relationship between Nefesh, Ruach, and Shama as it, visa, as it relates vis-a-vis these things, as Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa, right? If you remember, we've talked about many times the concept that, that a person's Neshama is made up of three parts. Those three parts are specifically um, go uh, relate to specific parts of the body, specific parts of what the what the in the Sfarim it's called the Mishkan, the place where those things rest, the element where they manifest in the world. So the Nefesh, which is the animated living part of the Neshama, the most base part of it that every living creature has, is Kenega the Dam, right? Is Kenega the, the which is Kenega or Kenega, which essentially is Kenega the Guf. Then you have the Ruach, which is connected the Dibor, which is connected in the Sfarim, it talks about the Lave or the cardiovascular system or the Kayach of being able to communicate, communication. We'll talk about Dibor again in a, in a moment of the Kayach of what Dibor really means, of, of how, the, how it relates to that. And the highest level of what it is, is Machshava in the, in the Mayach, in the mind, is the Kayach of Neshama, is the ability to touch to relate to the abstract, to something that transcends, transcends this dimension, that's on a higher plane, that's the elements of ruchnius. Those are the elements of, of what's, what, what's contained in, 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 um, in the Shama. Um, uh, um, there, is a, there is a another idea that the Kohen Levi and Yisrael is connected three areas in which a person functions. A person functions in makom, zman, and nefesh. Makom means, makom means uh, a specific place, which, which is drawn from the idea that we say in our Musaf Davening, Yisrael is b'ma'amadam, Yisrael stands in their place, overseeing the korbanos. They're in a certain maimad, in a certain fixed place where they, where they look on. The kohanim are ba'avoydasam, which is the inyan of nefesh, is the inyan of of Ruach, and what we're all saying, most of his Levim is Bashiram, Bashiram of Zimram. Their Shir represents who they are, which is the which is the which is the element of it's the the element uh, in on some way of um of of Zman, which is with the idea that it's of Zman is the chat is when you say Shira like Shir Shal Yoim, it's Koveya the Metzias, it's Koveya the Ruchnias of each and every day is nikva ayudeh the shir shira salavim the shira salavim is, is to tap into the energies of that specific time so so that that's the that's the that's the idea of that they're relating to so let's try to let's try to understand what this concept is essentially we're we're equating levim with this koach of ruach this koach of dibur what what does Dibor, what does what does what does Shira, what does Ruach, how does that specifically relate to Levim? What's what's the specific area that that Levim are supposed to be bringing out, the elements that we're supposed to relate to? Now understand clearly it's it's very clear, right, when we say Nefesh Ruach Neshama, as we've described it, that means the Nefesh is the lowest physical uh, manifestation of a human being. The Neshama is the highest spiritual manifestation of what a person is, and the bond, the connector between them is the Ruach, right? 
to say that the way the Nefesh Chaim says it is like this. The Nefesh Chaim says, imagine you have a glass blower, right? So the glass blower, the way it works is you have the person who's blowing the glass. He has a, a, a pipe, like a pipette, like a, a long pipe that he blows into. And then there's heated sand that he heats and he forms into, into a specific shape. So the koach is the neshama, is like the neshima, it's like the breath inside the mouth of the one who's forming everything. The ruach is when that, when that, that neshima is expelled and it comes out. And the guf or the, the guf or the nefesh is what it forms on the other end. So and essentially the neshama of an adam is something that's connected to the Rebbe Hashem, right? That's what we say, nishma sisol kisol the Kutchibrichadu is the Indian of Kaisos connected to the Neshama, to the Neshima Kaviyachal of the Rebbe through the Ruach, which is the expelling of the air that says, like it says, Nishma Schaim, the Targum says, Ruach Mamalala, Ruach Mamala is the Indian of Ruach, right? And that expresses itself in, in the Guf. But how does that relate specifically to what a lady is and to the Levim and to the Avoid of Levim as we've described it until now? So it's like this. An Adam, a person, right, is clearly two diametrically opposed realities. One is his guf, one is his neshama, is his ruchnis, is his potentially what we talked about is his machshava. What I mean by that, it's like this. Every maisa that a person does, every, every aspect, there, there are two aspects to any action that you do. There's your, the machshava, the thought, the thought process that it takes to construct it, to decide to do that, that thing. And then there's the actual action. Which one's more important? Which one's more critical? Which one's the one that you must have? So, the first Shar Aleph of, of Nefshachayim goes to great lengths to talk about. And actually, I believe it's it's a quiet, like behind the scenes polemic against Hasidus as he sees it. He talks about Kavana versus Misa. In other words, that there are certain people that they get so caught up and being in the right frame of mind to do the mitzvah and the meditation and the preparation and all the rest of that, that they're over on this man. They don't, they don't, they don't daven in the right time. They don't, they don't express, they don't do the maisa. Now, Shechem says, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like a circuit. The, the world functions like a circuit. You know, it, the, the whole Shar Aleph, what he's do, what he's talking about in the whole Shar Aleph, in the whole first part of Nefesh Chaim, he's talking about that we, Kaviyochel, give Kayach to the Rebbe Hashem. It says, um, it says we're, we're the ones that, that are Marbe, the Rebbe Hashem's Kayach. How we Marbe the Rebbe Hashem's Kayach? By doing the mitzvahs, by carrying out the Ratzon Hashem, we complete the circuit of the flow of spiritual energy down into this world, that our guf and neshama are connected back up to that, and it flows back, and it's the tznu oiz lelokim. We talked about this the other week. We talked about oiz, remember? We talked about that you are supposed to help me, meaning the only way that the oisios are arise, go above their limitations, their paradigm in which they fit, that the only way they can be bigger than what they are is if you Help me, Kaviyach. The Rambam says, the, the pasuk says, the way you have to give Kayach to the Rambam. The more you open up yourself, the more I know it's like this. The Rambam is a nice thing, right? Ultimately, the Rambam is one that wants to give to us. He's always looking to give to us. All the only way you can give is if there's a recipient for the giving that you're doing. But the more you open yourself up as a receptacle for that giving, the stronger the giver becomes because he can now give more. The less, the more you close yourself up, he can't be a giver. So it's as though it's as though we energize the Rebbe to make him into the giver that he wants to be. 
in, on a on a certain level. That's that's our tafkid in the bria, our our actualizing things in the physical world. Says Nevi'chaim, but if you don't bring it all the way down to the end of the circuit, if you don't bring it all the way down into into the paula, into the action, into the misa, then it doesn't happen. If you stop halfway there, you can have the best intentions in the world. You can have the, the, the most amazing machshavos, the most incredibly pure kavanos. But if you don't do the action, if you don't put on the tefillin, pick up the lulav, blow the shoifer, if you don't actually do it, it doesn't matter what kavanos you had. It doesn't matter how much you meditated on it and you thought about it and you prepared for it. If you didn't, if you didn't actually open the sitter and say the tefillos, you, you didn't accomplish anything. Nothing happened. The only way something happens is, is when the circuit is closed, when you go all the way to the end, which is that you actually do the action. So it sounds like action is the most important thing. But at the same time, right, it says we have, there's an idea that if you just do actions without any thought, without any makshava. So Chazal said, that's like a maisa kaif ba'alma. You can train a monkey to do that also. What does it help to go through the motions? Every day I get up and I put on my tefillin and I don't, and there's no thought process that goes into my putting on my tefillin. There's no thought process that goes into, I light the candles on Friday, on Friday afternoon and there's no thought in what I'm doing. I'm simply doing it because that's what I did last year because that's what my mother told me that I should do. That's what my grandmother always did. What does it mean? It's completely meaningless. It, it's, it's a maisa kaif ba'alma. It's, it's a monk. It's like you're a monkey. You're just a monkey. That's all you are. You're just, you're just going through the motions. I could, tra- I could train anybody to do that. You want to do something that makes a difference? There has to be a machshava behind it. So what are we saying? There's machshava. There's a, the thought process that goes into it, the kavana, so to speak. Like the Nefesh Chaim describes, the greater the kavana, the more the action itself becomes meaningful. The less the kavana, the less the action. The way he's describing it is, the more the kavana, the more you're connecting the neshama to the nefesh. What's the glue that pulls the neshama together with the nefesh? That's the ruach. That's the ruach. Now, let me, uh, just a word. We, we, we call that ruach, we call that dibur. We call that dibur. What I mean with, by dibur, it's like this. Two, two things you have to know. Aleph, dibur doesn't mean, what it does not mean, first of all, is it doesn't mean communication. Right? When it says that Hashem blew into man's nostrils of Nishmas time, it doesn't mean that he gave him the ability to communicate. Communication? Bees do that. And believe me, you can't even see the size of their brain. Right? You can't, you can't even know what their ruchness is. Right? The, any, animal, any, any, the, any, any creature in the world communicates. What does Dibur mean? What is, the, what is the Ruch Mamalala? It's the ability to relate to abstract concepts. It's the ability to share with somebody else, to take from one dimension the abstract, but more than just to share it with somebody else. Not only can I talk about a ruchniasik idea and describe it to you, and now you can understand it. There's a much deeper element of it. You can actually relate to the ruchniasik idea. Because understand this, when you're relating to something that's ruchni, something that's ruchani, you're relating to something that is above your physical existence. It's beyond your physical limitations. It's outside the, you know, the best way to describe it is, as we've talked about this so many times, the best way to describe this is Moshe Rabbeinu's stutter, right? Remember, remember we talk, talked about this idea of Moshe Rabbeinu's stutter? What did Moshe Rabbeinu stutter? Why was Moshe Rabbeinu a stutter? Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabban Shal Yisrael, the one that gives over the Torah to all Kaiso, he stutters? How could you learn Torah from him if he stutters? You're not going to know if you ever heard what he said clearly. You're never going to understand what he's talking about. And by the way, how do we know that he stutters? 
not not from the medrash by by what happened with, with him and power, whatever that medrash means, we're not talking about right now. Because the Pasik says it. says, I can't talk properly. But if Mashmina can't communicate properly, how does he teach Torah to Yisrael? So you have to understand what's the shot that Moshe Rabbeinu can't talk properly. Why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu is unable to communicate? Because Moshe Rabbeinu lives in a world that is transcendent, that's above this world. Moshe Rabbeinu's machshav, Moshe Rabbeinu, listen, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't wander off into the desert and all of a sudden he sees a mara elokim of a snare because he was a regular Joe, just like the next guy on the block, right? Clearly Moshe Rabbeinu was an elevated neshama from the beginning Unlike the tefer, famous Teferis Yisrael that says that Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was nolad, when he was born, he could see on his face that he had bad midos and he overcame his midos. Nonsense. It's, it's not true. It's a, it's a, for sure it tells us that there's no way. The Pasuk says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, it was Kar and Ar, there's a light that came along with him into the world. Moshe Rabbeinu was clearly an elevated human being, elevated Neshama from the moment of his birth. He was born special. And it didn't change. Moshe Rabbeinu when he went into the Midbar. Not everybody is Zoycha. Nobody else is Zoycha too seeing something like what Moshe Rabbeinu saw by this snap. Nobody else can see that. Only a Moshe Rabbeinu could see such a thing. So clearly Moshe Rabbeinu functions well on a much higher level than regular human beings. And in that higher level, Kozman that the Torah wasn't given, Kozman that the tools for communicating that elevated transcendent dimension into the world are not given, you can't understand what he's talking about. We exist here in this finite dimension, and he's talking about infinite things, things that are that are from a whole different from a whole different reality. He's talking, we have no kayak to understand that. We have no ability to relate to that. We're lost completely. So Moshe Rabbeinu sounds like it just comes out like a stutter. But the moment Moshe Rabbeinu goes up onto Har Sinai and he brings down the Torah into the world, the one the most miraculous event to ever happen, not because of what Kalisov saw at Matan Torah. You know why it was the most miraculous event to ever happen? Because you took the infinite, Das Elohim, Kaviyochal, the, the, the Rebunshon's Das, and you put it into the finite world, into, into a world that's just a box. Something infinite inside something that's finite, impossible. But the Rebunshon made it happen. Whatever, that's what, that's what it means. Akash Baruch Hu bent the Shemayim down to, to, to come down on our Sinai. Doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean like there's like this cloud that came bending down. It means that Akash Baruch Hu made it that the dimension of the, of, of the infinite, the dimension of the world that has no dimensions, the world which is the makom to the makom came into the makom. That was a, right? the, the place that is, the, the world that is the container of everything went into, the, into itself. That's, that's an impossibility. You can't wrap your head around that. But the reality is that means we have a kayak to touch something that's on a higher madriga. That's the kayak of dibur. Dibur doesn't mean the actual formation of words per se. It means when you take an abstract concept, and what I mean by an abstract concept, you take a concept that is bigger than anything that can be contained, and you bring it down into the world, you actualize it in this world, then what you're doing is you're transforming it from something that's of only shayach to the neshama that comes to the guf. Imagine this: if you if you have a play, people are people are people are, are performing in a play, right? So if they if they don't do follow the script for their play, then their play is completely meaningless. The only way the play is meaningful that it has any meaning is what is that the playwright had an idea that he wanted to communicate. He wrote it down in a script, and you perform the actual script to get his message across. That's dibur. Dibur means. 
that that I take something that is from above, not you know, it's, the deeper here is it's it's like it's like it's like a it's an actualization of the abstract concept into something that's more concrete. That's what that's what we're talking about. That's called deeper. The mice of you know what are words? What happens when I form words? What happens when I when I form words is that the be'etzam, I'm taking an abstract concept, something that I'm thinking about, I'm transforming it into disturbing wave disturbances that will that will that will in some way vibrate against your eardrum, and your brain will reconstruct that again on a on, on its level on what on your on your side of it. So in essence, what we're doing is we're we're taking something that's infinite and putting it down into the finite world. So that deeper happens inside us ourselves also. It happens in our own mayach. We're we as human beings have two kayachas, a kayach ruchani called machshava, a kayach gufani, a physical kayach called maisa, and we have to fuse those two things together. What fuses that the machshava to the maisa to make the, that the maisa is significant? And that the machshava has an actualization, that's called dibur. That kayach, that bridge in between, that's what we call dibur. That's what we call the, the kayach of taking the abstract and bringing it down into the finite. That's where, that, that's where we function. Um, the highest level, the highest level of dibur expresses itself in shira. What I mean, think about this for just, just for a moment. What happens when you when you, Shira really Shira really in in Lashon of Chazal doesn't mean so much song per se music per se even though music is is definitely related to this Kayach but it's more about poetry it's more about synthesis of ideas by sharing sort of in an abstract flowing fashion something that 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 inspires you to something more to deeper insight that's what Shira is Shira is when you have something that's, that's, that says certain words, but the words are not just the words themselves, it triggers something deeper inside you, right? Like that's what good poetry does for you, right? Good poetry creates that symmetry inside yourself that you relate to something and moves you on a much deeper level beyond just the words themselves. That's, that's the kayach of Shira. That's why Shira is the, is the highest form of deeper. Shira is, is about taking something from this world and elevating it to a higher dimension, right? It's expressing something that's in this world, but that allows you to experience otherworldly or beyond this world type emotions. Uh, you know, uh, you, you come to the Mishle Shira on Shabbos, we talk about this idea of the difference between, between Mashalim and Shirim, the difference between, say, Shlomo Melch composed three different types of things. He had Chachma, right? Melitzos of Chachma, he had Shira and he had Mishalim. We'll talk about what the kayak, what the, what the depth of each one of those things is. But in Shira, certainly this idea is true. And when you say when you say she, when you have a Shira, when you have a song, right, it elevates everything that's around it. So when we say about the Levim that their Shira is an Avaidas Avaida, it's not that it's auxiliary to the Avaida. It's not that this is the Avaida, and the secondary thing is that is that. It's the Avaida of the Avaida. It's what elevates the Avaida to a plane that the Avaida can be the real Avaida. It's, it, it's, not, it's not secondary. It's, it's primary in the sense that it, it puts you on the level that you're actually relating to what the Avaida really is. That's what the Levine really are. The whole concept, 
the the word levim. What does what what levim mean? It means they levaya. They give you. They 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 escort you. They 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 transport you from one plane of existence to a higher plane of existence. That's what the serve. That's what the avoid of the of the levim is in the mesa mikdash. The levim are serving on a on a higher mission. They're serving to they're, they're serving to connect you to a level of machshav that you don't have otherwise. The lamaisa is right. Lamaisa is that that's the that's the um, that's the that's the whole shot in why it's so important when it comes to certain types of of, of when we talk about avoda specifically, like avoda is avoda zutfila. A person has to say the words. Yes, we might see the dvarim bepiv. He has to say the words. Why is it so important to be? Why is it so important to say the words? What what's the significance of whether? I read it, I think it, I say it. What, what difference does it make? Chan is when you say it, you're malbish those ideas in something that's that's concrete in this world. You're connecting the the machshava to the maisa. You're you're creating the framework with the, or the pair. You're you're breaking out of the regular paradigm of stam maisa, which has no machshava. You're breaking out of the paradigm of machshava, which can't really relate to to what Misa really is, because Machshava is elevated above it. It's just theoretical. You're connecting those two things together. That's why you say the words of Tefillah. By saying them, you're, you're concretizing these ideas. You're making them real in this world. You're transforming your whole, your whole existence. The whole Avaida in the Mikdash, the whole Avaida that the Kainim are doing, the Ratzon of Klal Yisrael. They are carrying out the Machshava of Klaiso. That's what we say. The Kohanim, Kohanim Ba'avoidasam, right? Kohanim Ba'avoidasam means they're the Kayach of, they're the Kayach of Avaida. And Klaiso is the Kayach of Makom. Klaiso is the Kayach of Makom means that, that, that Klaiso is in the place, but how do you elevate that place to something that's special, that's transformational, that it's not just by rote, that it's not just, it's not, it's, you need Shira. You need the Shira of the Levim. Uh, the Levim Ba'avoidasam is, is is their their kayach is that they're able to be mysif onto the mysa that's being done so that it, so it transforms everything that's around them. Um, the the uh, right so so so, so the levim are the kayach of dibur connected the mysa of klaiso the machshaba of the kohanim the ruchnius the, the whole ruchnius of what the kohanim are bringing down that's that's exactly why why they have to do it. Um, the the there's another there's another idea that it says about the levium that the levium function with a midas hadin. Aaron Akayan is a midah of chesed. The levium function with a midas hadin. Right, what, what's the pshat in the Midas Adin of the Kohanim? Meaning, it means like this. It means, Din means, it, din, din, the Midas of Din is the same as the Midas of Kura. The Midas of Chesed is, the Midas of Chesed is to spread out. It has no boundaries. It has no limitations. It's the world of the infinite. But, but for us in this world where we are, the world of the infinite is not practical for us, right? It's not, it's not practical for us to do it in, in order to function in this world, you have to you have to concretize. You have to bring that down into a finite world. 
the Levim's Koyach is the, to take the Midah Chesed of, of, of Aaron HaKoyen and to be, to, to, to be Magdara, to put boundaries around it, to give it parameters so that it functions in a way that is practical to impl- in, implement all of us. That's the chat that it says. It says, um, it says, um, it says that the Rebunsham created the, the world. So the Rebunsham created the world by saying, by saying by, that with Asara Mamoros, right? What's the pshat? The Rebunsham could have, could have willed the world into existence without actually saying it. Why did he have to say it? What was the, what's the koyach of saying the words of, of the, the, saying the words of Maisa Bershlom or bringing it into, into reality through the koyach of Dibur? Again, it's this, the same idea. It's Avada the Rebunsham could do anything he wants on it. But in order for it to be actualized in a physical dimension, in order to be actualized in a way that we can tangibly interact with it, it has to be translated into a Dibur. That you have to take it from the Kayach of Machshava and has to enter into the phase of Dibur. And from Dibur, it can come out as, as Misa. It can come out as something that, 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 that we can relate to. That's why it's Baruch Sha'amar. Right, the Rebbeinu we say Baruch Sha'amar v'Haya Ha'Olam. Baruch Sha'amar v'Haya Ha'Olam. The Rebbeinu said that there should be a world. Melech Mehula Batishbacho is the Shemach of the Rebbeinu is he's Oimer v'Oisa. Kashbacho says it and then he makes it happen. He doesn't just make it happen just by itself. Of course, he can make it just happen. But it, the the point is to show that you have, you want to bring it out into the world in a way that it functions within the physical. That's what we're doing. The Maisa HaMitzvahs are what are, are what are critical. We are actualizing the spiritual potential in the physical dimension. It has to happen here. This is where the Kayach is brought out in its fullest. It's a way where we grasp what we're actually talking about. That's the, that's the, uh, that's the Kayach of the Levian. The Lamaisa of it is, is that the Asid Lavai, right, when the, the, when the, when the, the Gilei of the Rebansham's Ratzon is deeper. It's not the pshat that it's going to change. There's no change to it. The pshat is on the level where we're at. We're able to be tofes certain things. It's like you know what this reminds me of. It reminds me of the idea that, that we say that we talk about all the time. It, what's the pshat when we say that there are soydos hatayra? There are secrets in the Torah. What are the what the the, the kayach of soid? The level of learning Torah on the madrega of soid. What does that mean? So, so what there's like a cabal, like a small group of people that are allowed to enter into the club and no one else can go there and they tell secrets to each other. That, that's, that's what Said is all about. By definition, it can't be that. Because Said means, Said means the minute I tell it to somebody else, it's not a Said anymore. So if we're describing these elements of Torah as Said is HaTorah, it means they're be'etzim hidden. They're, they're by their very nature, they are hidden. They're not, they're not something that can ever be revealed. There's, there's, a, there's a concept that a person has, has a, a, an ability to relate to certain things. It says, kesuma baruba, like a, like a blind person falling through a skylight. It means it's like there are certain ideas that I can share with you over and over again. And I'll say the same words and the same words, and they'll mean nothing, mean nothing, mean nothing, until finally you, you and I are communicating, either we're, we're communicating or you've read we, within ourselves, we reach a certain level of understanding that all of a sudden the chaloinists open up, the windows open up. It becomes revealed to me. It becomes, it becomes by its, it, it's not, to, I can't tell it to you. I can't tell you divrei sod. Because whatever I'll tell you in divrei sod, it will still be divrei sod. Otherwise it's not sod. 
If I could tell it to you, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't define it as sod. It's sod because it can't be understood unless you're there already, unless you're in it. If you're in it, then you're in the world, you're in the world of sod. But if you're, as long as you're not in it, it can't be told to you, not because there's a ban against it. Oh, you can't learn it. Well, it's heebie-jeebie stuff. You can't learn it until you're 40 years old. The chat is, you don't have a you don't have the kalim to be tofes. What's right there in front of you? I can tell you the same words, but you understand it on it with a whole different, with a whole different level of amkus, with a whole another level of, of depth that was not there previously. That's what you're relating to. You're relating to the to the essence of what it is. When it says that the world will be eight, the the the, the uh, kinar will be go from seven to eight to ten. The pshat is the kayach of of the levim of the levaya, the kayach of of elevating yourself of the of being mislabish with the kayach of dibur to another madrego will become much more real. In the same place where you saw seven strings before, now you'll see ten. In the same place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world in seven days, but the word Asara Mamarim, that means there's three more Madregos beyond what you actually see in the world, in the world of seven, what you see in the world of seven is real. The world of ten is right there. It's not a different world. The world of seven is here, and, and it's, it's underneath it or, or as at, at, at its depth. If you understood the whole of what it is, it's really a world of ten. It's really a world that, that you have, that you have, that you just don't have a shaykhs, you don't have the access point, you, you don't have the ability, you don't have the kalim to, to be able to understand what it is. How does it relate to us in the Lamaisa? How does, it, how, how does this idea of actualizing this potential in the Lamaisa, how does, how does it really relate to us? It's like this. Rabbi <laughs> Sol Salanter came along and he created something they call the Muslim movement, right? We credit Rabbi Sol Salanter being the father of the Muslim movement. What does it mean? He's the father. What, did he, what, did he, what was Rabbi Sol Salanter? At the end of the day, there was Muslim before Rabbi Sol Salanter was around. The Chomish is full of Muslim. Navi is Kulay Muslim, right? Suvim is, 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 there's nothing other than Musr and, and all of it. What did, what did Rizal Salanta do more? What Rizal Salanta said was, is like this, he, 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 if you look carefully, if you, if you study what Musr is, Musr is supposed to be the bridge between Machshava, between my striving for spirituality and Misa and my acting out and living a spiritual life. You know what Rizal Salanta said, you know the way how you do that? You have to take the, an idea of something that you want to do and you have to say it over and over again. You have to create a, a, a chant out of it. You have to create a song out of it. You have to become enthused by it. It has to fill your whole being. You have to connect to it and it has to become a part of you. It has to, be, it has to create a, 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 a whole new level of connection. It's not, it's that the... The, the it says that it says you have to the results language that he uses in our so he says Svasayim Dolkos with fiery lips. He means he doesn't nec- I mean he he he's he means literally to say the words, but but the Kayak of Dibur is not just to say the words, to say the words and meditate on the words and to think about it and to actualize the concept of what it is that you're thinking about in a concrete fashion so that I can act upon it so that it actually changes me. That's how I work on that's how I work on myself. That's the Kayach of Levim. Levim are the Kayach of Musr in the world, the Kayach of trans- transformation in the world. They're Kayach of Avaida, Avaida. They do Avaida that makes your Avaida into Avaida. They make your Tfila into a Tfila because you say the words and you actualize those realities as you, as you think about them and you understand them. 
not just to go through the motions, not just to be mitzvah anoshim lumada, which is which is for sure one of the biggest chesronus uh, of, of of what we do. You have to say the words so that you can feel it. So you can so it can it can burn inside of you so that it lights up your whole being. It transform it transforms you. So it goes from the neshama to the to the nefesh. Darach the ruach, it's your ma'achi, the whole thing, so you transform, you actualize spiritual potential in the physical dimension. That's ultimately doing our vitus Hashem. That's what it's really all about. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.